Well, I am giving my sermon this morning a bold title. I'm calling it The Meaning of Life. It's bold because it begs two questions immediately. First, is there any meaning to life? And second, even if there is, could any of us ever know what it is? You might also ask me, why not talk about something more specific in these challenging times, like coronavirus or climate emergency? These and other issues are pressing, not to ignore. Yet, behind them all, I think, there is that deeper question about life. What is it all about? Is there any meaning or purpose? And what about God? Where is God in times of suffering and sorrow? The two Bible readings we heard this morning bring us into the territory of this question about the meaning of life. In the ancient, well-trodden second story of the creation we find in the book of Genesis, Adam and Eve ate the forbidden fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And in a bit that followed, which we didn't read, they were condemned to the pains and struggles of life. And the Lord God said, See, the man has become like one of us, knowing good and evil. Here's a story which seeks an answer to why the life of human beings contains such suffering and struggle. Why our vulnerability and our mortality is seen as a burden and a source of threat and fear. This story presents the answer to that question in a mythic way. A story of an original breakdown of the right relationship of human beings to God. By acquiring God's power of knowing good and evil, we human beings are now exposed to this unfathomable question. What meaning is there to life? Our Gospel reading this morning is another well-known story of the, of the temptations of Jesus in the wilderness. Immediately after we've heard about Jesus' special relationship with God and his unique place in God's purposes to restore our broken relationship with God has been affirmed at his baptism in the River Jordan, then follows this tortuous period for Jesus being tempted by Satan. The temptations Jesus endured probed at the vulnerabilities which, being human, he faced as we all do. He was hungry. Being human, we must have sustenance. The need to ensure food and physical support is a powerful driver in human life. It's part of the human condition of vulnerability. We need food, drink, clothing, shelter. Not only that, but the provision of food and drink and all those other everyday needs and material comforts are a big part of what we do with our daily lives and the collective life of society. But is that the meaning of life? Isn't life more than food and clothing? Then, secondly, Jesus was in the wilderness, out in the open, where there were predator animals, leopards and lions, for example. He was vulnerable, as we all are, to injury by more powerful attackers 
The feeling of a need for protection was strong in him as human as it is in us. We are ready to seek and secure that protection from those whom we believe are on our side. Satan tempted Jesus to test whether God would protect him from injury and death. Jesus rejected that temptation. Being safe and protected is so important, but is that alone the meaning of life? And then finally, in the third temptation, Jesus, as a human being like we are, was vulnerable to feeling the need to gain total control over his environment and exercise power over others in case they exercised power over him. And so he was tempted, but he rejected, by the satanic offer to inflate his power by the acquiring of great wealth and by the forcible subjection of others to his own will. And we are challenged here. Is the gaining control over and domination of others, the getting of our own way irrespective of the needs of others, is that the meaning of life? The Canadian theologian John Caputo has written about this, questioning, uh, this question about the meaning of life. He wrote, We all want to know who we are and what our lives are about. This is not a casual question. It is the passion of our lives. It is a religious question. Human beings like us don't just exist. We wonder why. We dream. We strive and strain for something more, something other. We know not what. So one answer to the question, who are we, is we do not know who we are. That is who we human beings are. We are those who do not know who we are. To the question, what is it all about? You can say, we do not know what life is all about. St. Augustine, the African one, put it like this. I have been made a question unto myself. That is the condition of being truly human. At the end of the day, we human beings are finite, we are mortal, we are dependent, we are vulnerable. The answer to the meaning of life is not within us. We do not know who we are ultimately. We cannot presume to be able to give an answer, a final answer to the question, what is the meaning of life? What about God? Does faith in God tell us who we are and give us the answer about the meaning of life? Well, my reply to that will be no, and also a massive yes. No, because sometimes we have a false hope and a false understanding and think that our faith will give us our roadmap for life, a map that says, follow this route, do nothing wrong, and nothing bad or unexpected will happen to you. But faith doesn't provide a set of answers to all our life's problems in that way. It's not a formula for us to use to make our way through life. That way, we're using faith to keep ourselves in the driving seat, not God. Rather, as the two readings, I think, show, the readings we've just heard, show us, faith in God is about relationship. It's about love. 
It's about love for God which comes to us from God. Christian faith is about a relationship with God, restored for us by the obedience of Jesus. It's also about right relationships with others and, in fact, the rest of the creation. Love for neighbour. That's why faith is not about giving us the answer to the meaning of life which we can then know and use to direct ourselves and others through life. But we celebrate the good news of God in Christ. There is a massive yes to faith giving us meaning and purpose in life. St. Paul wrote, Eye has not seen, ear has not heard, nor human heart conceived, what God has in store for those who love him. Or as Augustine said, our hearts are restless and will not rest until they rest in God. Instead of us looking for the answer to life, God wants us to answer his call to life. God calls us to meet him in that gap between what we are and what we are becoming. The meaning of life for a Christian is to respond, to do the truth, to make truth happen. As Augustine said, to do justice, to do the impossible, to make the mountain move, to go where I cannot go, even if I do not know who I am or what I love when I love my God. My responsibility is not simply to question and to wonder what the meaning of life is, but to respond when the love of God calls me into life. May we, by the grace of God this Lent, refocus on God's love in our lives. Take these 40 days to understand more deeply how much we are loved and the meaning of that for us in our lives. Amen.